Welcome to TV7 Israel's podcast. We invite you to listen and share our latest content from Israel and the region. Shalom and welcome to another episode of Editor's Note. I'm Jonathan Hessen, and with me today is a special guest, uh, my dear uh, brother and friend, President uh, of Ministry Watch, Warren Smith. Thank you so much for joining me. You bet, Jonathan. Great to be with you. And uh, I should add that you're joining us from the United States. Uh, how about we open with prayer and then dive into today's topic, explain a little bit of who you are, what you do, and uh, where things are heading between us, uh, between TV7 Israel and Ministry Watch from this stage on Watch. Please. You bet. Be an honor to pray. Um, please join me. Father, thank you for uh this marvelous gift of technology. We pray, Father, that we would use it wisely as good stewards, and indeed, Lord, that we would uh, be wise stewards of all uh, that uh, you have entrusted to us. I pray, Father, for this conversation that Jonathan and I would, Jonathan and I would be um, clear and focused in our uh, conversation, that everything out of our mouths would indeed bring glory to you. Pray for our viewers uh, that they would be blessed and edified by what we're about to say, and that uh, it just might be an encouragement to their lives and empower them to be more effective stewards of the resources that uh, you have entrusted to them. And it's in the precious name of Jesus I pray all of these things. Amen. 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 All right. Uh, just for the sake of our viewers, uh, who is Warren Smith? Uh, you have a vast experience in ministry uh, and uh, Christian media, as well as uh, corporate accounting. In uh, your past, uh, you co-authored, authored, and edited more than 10 books, and uh, you currently had Ministry Watch, as we mentioned, and uh, just to provide a short overview of Ministry Watch, um, it profiles public charities, uh, which uh, include, of course, church churches and parachurches and, and ministries. Uh, it is also a place to learn about how to be a responsible giver. Uh, it is an independent donor advocate uh, facilitating the information uh, needs of uh, donors. Uh, it provides information on organizations alleging to be charitable and its key leadership uh, in order to identify materially uh, misleading behavior or wasteful spending practices. It also identifies and highlights organizations that are above uh, board and, and running efficiently. Uh, the objective uh, is to limit uh, uh, consequences of scams and prevention of fraudulent activity, uh, promote better allocations of giving, encourage intelligent questions uh, of organizational structure, financial health, and advance the idea of organizational transparency and best practices. I personally uh, confess that I do read uh, quite uh, a lot of, of the various reports that Ministry Watch uh, publishes. And uh, I personally have been blessed by their work. So thank you so much for joining us, Warren. And uh, give us a little bit of, of a, an experience. What, what are you working on right now? Uh, of course, you've uh, published plenty of reports uh, over the course of the past uh, uh, year, which I have been following. Um, but give us a little bit of an understanding. What, what is the focus when you work on uh, basically evaluating the various ministries at hand. 
Yeah, no, first of all, thank you for having me on your program. And that was a really great introduction to the work that we do. Uh, yeah, we we primarily view ourselves as an advocate for donors uh, so that we can help, as you said, can help them be more effective stewards of the resources that God has entrusted to them. And if, unfortunately, some sort of a scandal does take place, we want to report on that scandal fairly. Uh, we want to report on it completely. We want to be a voice for the victims and for the donors uh, in those scandals. We want to we want to make sure that that their voices are heard and that ultimately justice might be served. Um, we believe that reporting on even the bad things that are happening in the church. Uh, and in evangelical ministries is important uh, because uh, it's it's the first step towards restoration. It doesn't necessarily lead to restoration, but you can't in our both in our personal lives and our organizational lives. If there's not at, at first an acknowledgement of wrongdoing, there can be no possibility of repentance and restoration. So that's why we think that uh, reporting on even some of the hard stories that are taking place within the church is so important. And of course, we also stand on uh, the Bible's promise that the truth will set us free. So even if the truth truth mm -hmm. is hard, even if it's sometimes difficult to hear, we believe that the truth matters, that it's always important, and that it always has a liberating effect on both the individuals and the organizations that are involved. Indeed. Let, let me highlight something from my own um, experiences from TV7 Israel News, dealing with the news and current affairs. Um, many brothers and sisters in Christ over the years have asked me, Jonathan, why, why do you report on uh, what, you know, uh, the, the various uh, Islamist organizations are doing or, or the various uh, uh, aspects of the enemies of Israel at a time when there is so much information about it, but uh, there's not enough about Israel is uh, something that uh, uh, I initially, when I started uh, in the line of journalism, uh, really thought about. And I, I uh, came to comprehend uh, a very simple fact is how can you pray for the situation when you don't know what's going wrong? You know, so when something goes wrong, pray for the situation that the Lord may intervene. And when something goes great, praise God. You know, it's as simple as that. Uh, now, before the program, we, we communicated a little bit about uh, various aspects of uh, this word and uh, work. And, and one of the things that uh, came to mind, and this is something that I personally have been meditating over in the last several years, is that God's word does not change. And uh, as such, it is our perception of the times we live in that may challenge our understanding of the word of God, and therefore discernment bestowed upon us by the Holy Spirit in accordance with the word of the Lord is the only guide for us to fully comprehend the mysteries of heaven. And the reason I'm saying this, and, and this is uh, uh, something that uh, is very dear to my heart, is that when, when we go to 1 Timothy uh, chapter 3, verse 1 to 7, uh, Paul tells the church there, uh, and I, I'd like to read this, 1 to 7. Here is a trustworthy saying, whoever aspires to be an overseer desires a noble task. Now, the overseer is to be above reproach, faithful to his wife, temperate, self-controlled, respectable, hospitable, able to teach, 
not given to drunkenness, not violent but gentle, not quarrelsome, not a lover of money. He must manage his own family well and see that his children obey him, and he must do so in a manner worthy of full respect. If anyone does not know how to manage his own family, how can he take care of God's church? He must not be a recent convert, or he may become uh, conceited and fall under the same judgment as the devil. He must also have a good uh, reputation with outsiders so that he will not fall into disgrace and into the devil's trap. Now, those are some strong words. I must say that um, my father, among his various uh, jobs over the years, which uh, happened to include also advising two separate prime ministers here in Israel and and heading uh, the Israeli Kol Israel radio, which is the state radio, uh, for many years as its editor-in-chief um, in the Arabic language specifically. And he was also pastoring a small church in the old city of Jerusalem. Oh. And uh, during that time, after uh, several years of doing so, um, me personally, as a teenager, I wasn't always the easiest teenager to deal <laughs> with. But As part of a conscious decision, my father decided to step down as pastor until I got back on track. And that is something that struck me as a teenager, that I should consider very carefully that every word we say, every action we undertake, there are consequences. And those consequences should be diligently um, observed and, and thought through. Now, going through uh, the various uh, passages in the Bible, obviously there there is a lot of of documentation and chronicles about uh, various situations where uh, the the ministers, if you will, or the priests were not true uh, to uh, the instructions of either their king or uh, the instructions of the high priest, which came directly from our Heavenly Father. And one in such uh, case is, of course, in Kings 2, verses 3 to 16, uh, where Yoash, the king at the time, he started very young, at the age of seven, if I'm not mistaken, um, was instructed uh, by uh, the high priest at the time to uh, Yehoyada, which uh, in Hebrew is uh, the, the combination of two words, Yeho, uh, which are the three first letters for the word of uh, the holy word of God, and uh, Yada is knowledge, he knew. So the Lord knew was the context of, of his uh, uh, name. But uh, I'd like to just read through Kings 2, verses 3 to 16, um, if you all would like to join me. Uh, so Yoash did what was right in the eyes of the Lord all the years Yehoiada, the priest, instructed him. The high places, however, are not removed. Talking specifically about uh, the temple, the people continued to offer sacrifices and burn incest there. Yoash said to the priests, collect all the money that is brought as sacred offerings to the temple of the Lord, the money collected in the census, the money received from personal vows and the money brought voluntarily to the temple. Let every priest uh, receive the money from one of the treasurers 
then use it to repair whatever damage is found in the temple. But by the 23rd year of King Yoash, the priests still had not repaired the temple. Therefore, King Yoash summoned Yoyada, the priest, and the other priests and asked them, Why aren't you repairing the damage done to the temple? Take no more money from your treasurers, but hand it over to repairing the temple. The priests agreed and they would not collect any more money from the people and that they would not repair the temple themselves. Yoyada, the priest, took a chest and uh, bored a hole in its lid. He placed it beside the altar on the other side as one enters the temple of the Lord. The priests who guarded the entrance put into the chest all the money that was brought to the temple of the Lord. Whenever they saw that there was a large amount of money in the chest, the royal secretary and the high priest came, counted the money that, uh, that had been brought into the temple of the Lord and put it into bags. When the amount had been determined, they gave the money to the man appointed to supervise the work on the temple. With it, they paid uh, those who worked on the temple of the Lord, the carpenters and the builders, the masons and the stonecutters. They purchased timber and blocks of dressed stone for the repair of the temple of the Lord and met all the other expenses of restoring the temple. The money brought into the temple was not spent for making silver brains, uh, basins, sorry, wick trimmers, sprinkling uh, bowels, trumpets, or any other article of gold or silver for the temple of the Lord. It was paid to the workers who used it to repair the temple. They did not require an accounting from those to whom they gave the money to pay the workers because they acted with complete honesty. Mm. Isn't that amazing? It is. It is amazing. This is a passage that provides analogy to so many instances in today's reality. And unfortunately, not all priests serving the church today are good stewards. And thus, we need certain oversight in order to bring about accountability, which then would force them into using the funds allocated intended for the kingdom of heaven. How do you see that? Well, I see it exactly the way you do, Jonathan. In fact, I'm really grateful that you read those passages because, first of all, God's Word is always nourishing, and it was just wonderful to hear uh, the reading of God's Word. Mm -hmm. But secondly, you've provided a very powerful biblical basis for what we do here at Ministry Watch. I, I know we often, when we write stories, we'll hear from our uh, our readers and our listeners, because we have a couple of podcasts as well, and they'll say, why are you doing these kinds of stories? And I say, well, you know, because God cares about this stuff. It's, you know, you, we look at um, at instructions about money throughout scriptures. Uh, we, we read instructions related to stewardship throughout scripture. We read instructions about how overseers or pastors or elders should believe or, or should behave all throughout scriptures. And of course, you read one of those passages just now. And th- this kind of instruction is important. It's biblical. And I think it's also, unfortunately, often 
forgotten, even by Christians who should know this stuff. So we do need to be reminded of it. And I think what you just read uh, from God's Word itself reminds us of it. And what we try to do, sort of standing on the truth of God's Word, is to... Mm. look for applications of those passages that you've read in the daily news. You know, uh, uh, there's a famous passage in in the Old Testament about the sons of Issachar, and the sons of Issachar were uh, men who understood the times, the Bible says, and then knew what Israel should do. And um, I think that that's one of the reasons that journalism is so important, uh, because um, they, it's it's no substitute for the Bible. Journalism is no substitute for Scripture. But I do believe it can be a powerful adjunct and a powerful um, uh, uh addition to uh, what we read in Scripture, and we can, by both understanding the times and understanding God's Word, we can know how we are to behave in this crazy world that we live in. Indeed, it definitely puts things in in context for us. Uh, When we follow the times and and diligently try to um, unveil everything related to uh, what uh, the Word of God already uh, preordained, from uh, time immemorial, but one of the things that I find very, very uh, intriguing uh, for me personally is uh, the fact that this specific king, Yoash, was later mur- murdered. That if you continue to read Kings two verses three to sixteen and, and continue further, uh, he was uh, bound and murdered by his uh, uh, slaves, and uh, that was it. That that was the end of his life, and. Nothing else was chronicled about his life except for this story. So I personally believe that anything in the Word of God, there is a reason it's there. By the guidance of the Holy Spirit, the the Word of God is complete. And thus, when when I read uh, various uh, scriptures, I always ask myself, why is it there? And if this passage is not here to demand good stewardship, of the funds that are intended for the work of the Lord, then uh, I don't know why uh, it would right. be there. And and one of the uh, quite an important things that um, I think should also be risen. Um, many people tell me, okay, but uh, you always say that uh, you know uh, it is God's money that is invested into the kingdom of heaven. Uh, but so many people, either wealthy or, or or not, they say, no, but I worked hard for this this money. This is something that I earned uh, from uh, my power to, to be able to do this. But then if we dive again into Scripture uh, and go into Proverbs, my favorite book, um, written by uh, the wisest man on earth, uh, who attained the wisdom of uh, divine wisdom uh, after God bestowed it upon him. In Proverbs 27, verse 18, it says, uh, You may say in your heart, My power and the strength of my hand made me this wealth. But you shall remember the Lord your God, for it is he who is giving you power to make wealth, that he may confirm his covenant, which he swore to his uh, to your fathers, as it is this day. So it is always to remember that whatever we do, our good health, uh, everything that we go through, it is God's divine 
intervention that allows us to do his work. And sometimes even in, in difficulties, um, we need to, to remember that, okay, our tough circumstances are intended in order to ultimately proclaim the kingdom of heaven and give him glory, our heavenly father and our Lord Jesus Christ for our, um, for our emergence or, or being able to get out of, uh, of different difficulties. And I, I must say, um, uh, also when my father, uh, who passed away several years ago from cancer, uh, that was a point of struggle for me, uh, to look at the situation and, um, ask uh, myself, okay, Lord, uh, what good can come out of this? But it is during that journey, being strong in his faith, that he was able to proclaim his unwavering faith in Jesus Christ as his Lord and Savior to so many non-believers around him that even believers who, uh, who uh, communicated with us said it's just it, it strengthened our faith so much to see him during this time. So we always need to remember that uh, whether it is um, falling from favor, all kind of uh, different situations that ministry go through, and unfortunately it happens too often, that there is still redemption in our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. But um, moving to the next point, uh, we have communicated about collaborating. Uh, while Ministry Watch is focused on ministries in the United States and uh, dealing with ministries in the United States, um, we would like to produce a program, specifically uh, here in Israel, that will uh, review the various ministries uh, in cooperation, in uh, collaboration with Ministry Watch, uh, to be able to uh, shine the light on, on the various ministries. Uh, so many people um, you included possibly, um, have supported various ministries here in Israel. And we want to make sure that those ministries are good stewards for what they claim to be doing. And, um, how about you tell us a little bit about that, Warren? Um, how does something like that look like, uh, when we, try to hold them accountable, but at the same time also uh, shine the light on ministries that are doing their work uh, in good faith. Yeah. Well, first of all, before I do that, let me just say, I wish I'd have met your dad. <laughs> he mm. sounds like a remarkable man, and uh, uh, your um, testimony of uh, his life just in this show has been uh, uh, encouraging to me. So um, uh, God bless you and uh, your your family, and thanks for sharing that, that good word. But uh, yeah, you know, I am uh, ex- excited about the possibility of um, of what we might be able to do today. Indeed, could be a, a very you know a first step in that process of working together. As you said, Ministry Watch focuses on uh, U.S. ministries in part, uh, in large part, because we're familiar with the laws here. We we understand what we uh, can legally and reasonably ask ministries to disclose to us. But a lot of evangelicals here in this country are funding work all around the world, including in Israel. So the, um, and of course, many of us in the United States, including myself, 
have a, a vital interest in what goes on in Israel. Even if we're, you know, even for non-Christians, we understand here in the United States that Israel is uh, such an important uh, ally um, in the Middle East, um, you know, a bastion of democracy uh, uh, in that part of the world. You've got a lot of unfriendly neighbors, and that's one of the reasons why uh, the United States wants to be a friend. But as a Christian in particular, of course, uh, Israel is so important uh, to us as well. I've, I've been to Israel a couple of times myself, and I've, um, I read the Bible differently because I've been to Israel. Whenever I read, you know, read uh, places, place names, for example, in Scripture that now I have been to, um, a visual picture pops up in my brain uh, whenever I read the scriptures. So, uh, you know, I, I think that for just all kinds of reasons, the relationship between the United States and Israel, between American evangelical ministries and Israel is strong and important and should be nurtured. And that's why I'm excited to um, uh, have um, this as the beginning, potentially, of a great partnership. Indeed. Well, we're, we're drawing near to the end of uh, today's program, and, and also I'd like to thank you for the important work that you're doing with Ministry Watch uh, and encourage our viewers at home, uh, if you haven't uh, already done so. Uh, look up ministrywatch.org, if I'm not mistaken. Dot com. Dot, dot com. com. Dot com. So uh, ministrywatch.com, uh, and uh, you know, if you see their ministries that you're supporting, um, pray about it. Look what you can learn about it. It's always very important. You know, uh, in Matthew 6, verses 1 to 4, it says, Give, and it will be given to you. They will pour into your lap a good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over. For by your standard of measure, it will be measured to you in return. So uh, we encourage uh, to be involved by giving, by supporting. We ourselves, TV7 Israel News, is completely donation-based, and uh, God has blessed our operations uh, to always have enough uh, in order to do what we're doing uh, in uh, every single month. So, uh, you know, living by faith, I know you do as well, living by faith is uh, a humble experience, a humbling experience. And uh, it allows us to stay true to the cause uh, that God has set in front of us on the path uh, that he's led us. Um, but um, before we end, I'd, I'd like to also emphasize uh, the the importance of making wise choices of who uh, we engage with. Uh, every ministry that comes on TV7 Israel News is thoroughly, uh, we thoroughly uh, research about the various ministries. Uh, we uh, consider those ministries carefully and uh, we engage uh, in good faith uh, in uh, uh, standards that we have set to uh, our ministry uh, in accordance with the Word of God. Uh, but ultimately, um, pray about everything and make sure that your decisions are in conjunction, uh, in, in full collaboration with the uh, will of, of our Lord uh, so that you may uh, really further the kingdom. Uh, instead of, of sowing seeds in areas where thorns are uh, ever growing. So, Warren, uh, thank you so very much for taking uh, your time and, and being part of today's program. 
and uh, I look forward to additional programs in the near future. You bet, Jonathan. Great to be with you. Thanks for the opportunity. All right. God bless. And thank you also so much to all of our viewers at home. And uh, we will see you next time for yet another episode of Editor's Note. Shalom. Thank you for joining us in another TV7 Israel podcast. For more content, visit our website at tv7israelnews.com or follow us on social media.